0: Welcome to Rialaron International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Rialaron. I'm so glad that you have joined me today for our lesson, our look at health. You know, health is one of the most important things that we can have in life. You know, I consider life to be like a diamond. You know, you look at the three points of the diamond. And at the very bottom of the diamond is the soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions. And God uh, takes care of our soul as we apply ourselves to his word. As we read the word, he cleanses our mind and he gives us the mind of Christ. And so we're stable. We're not chaotic. We're not panicked. We're not mentally ill or deranged. We have our ducks in order, so to speak. And then the other point of the diamond is wealth. We have studied wealth and we have taken a look at the importance of finance, how important it is to go to the source of wealth, which is almighty God. He gives wealth and adds no sorrow to it. And then we can see the other point of the diamond is health. Because if we don't have our sanity and we don't have money, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter how healthy we are. All three points need to be addressed in the human life as we know it on planet earth underneath the throne of God. God wants us to have a healthy life. We can see that in third John chapter two. It reads as follows, Beloved, I wish above all, John is speaking to us, Apostle John, I wish above all that thou mayest prosper, that's wealth, and be in health even as thy soul prospers. So you can see the three points of the diamond life that God gives his people, his saints in his kingdom, which is, uh soul prosperity, sanity, peace, an organized mind, no chaos and, and panic and fear, and uh that's no way to live. And we can see where God gives us health and where God gives us wealth. It's interesting right now in uh, in our time of history we are experiencing the coronavirus. It's uh, started in China and it has spread internationally and it is now penetrating the United States of America. And you can see people running to and fro in fear for their life because they know that the coronavirus could kill them, could take them off the earth. But the thing about this whole ordeal with the coronavirus Uh, We need to come to grips with the fact that the human race is underneath the throne of Almighty God. We cannot kick God out of our nations. We cannot kick God out of our states. We cannot kick God out of our schools, our cities, our homes, because God is and always will be God. And people come in the earth and they leave the earth. It's a part of the cycle of life that we are born and then we die, as Ecclesiastes chapter 3 tells us. There's a time for everything underneath the Lord, a time to be born and a time to die. And I see people running to and fro. They're all panicked over the coronavirus, and uh, they're doing what's called social distancing. They're not getting near people. We can see where uh, everybody has been quarantined, so to speak, and not to gather in a group of 10 people or more to keep down the infection from spreading. And everybody is pretty upset and fearful over their existence, over their finance, because things are shutting down and the money's not coming in in the normal routes where people are able to go to work because many companies have shut down. So we can see people running around in chaos. Their soul is not okay. Their mind is not okay. Their emotions are a mess. They have no peace because they don't belong to Jesus Christ. They have not made Jesus Christ the Lord of their life. They have not said, Father God, I am a human on planet Earth. I have sinned against you. Wash my sins away and allow me to be your child and allow God to teach them from his word on how to live and get their lives in order. This is a supernatural reset for society from heaven. It's called the Corona virus. It is a supernatural reset by God where God just by one swipe of his hand brought this into the earth to get the attention of humanity to look up to him and say, father, we are sorry. We have sinned against you as a nation. We have sinned against you as a people. We have sinned against you as a family. We have sinned against you, Father God. And now we turn our eyes back to you and we repent. We're going to stop sinning. And we are going to shut down the sin in our homes and in our schools and in our cities and in our nations and on this earth. And we are going to raise righteousness and above all humanity so humanity at large doesn't lose their soul doesn't lose their life and eternal fire for jesus said what does it profit a man or woman to gain the whole world and lose their soul so this coronavirus is god's judgment and god's judgment is found throughout the word of god I specifically will bring out one scripture in Isaiah chapter 42, one through four. God sets judgment onto the earth to bring people to the truth, to bring people to salvation, which he labels victory. Because if you're not right with God, it doesn't matter when you die, you're going into eternal fire forever. So this is an altar call an altar call from heaven. So may we, the church, may we, the Christians, may may the sinners, may the whole human race internationally turn their eyes towards God and repent and reset their lives in righteousness inside of God. It's totally what's going on. So let's look at health. We know that right now there's a pandemic and everybody's panicking in the pandemic because they're not right with God and they haven't been feeding on the Word of God. So we need to go back This is an altar call to go back to God, to go back to Scripture, get a Bible, get a King James Bible, begin to read it, and ask God to forgive you, to wash you, to fill you, and to help you and to equip you to move through life with intelligence and safety underneath his shadow of his being. The definition of health in the Greek is the word hygiano hygieno and it means to be sound to be well to be in good health opinions that are free of mixture and error one who keeps graces sound and strong true and incorrupt doctrine okay so God wants us to be healthy God wants us to be hygieno but we need to come back to the source of of existence, the self-existing one, Almighty God, and how we get to Almighty God is we go through the door, the only door that God has given to be reconciled to him, and that is the door of Jesus Christ. The blood will remit our sins and gain us entry into reconciliation with almighty god and once you make that exit and get right with god you will start you will start to have peace and stop panicking and the pandemic and the coronavirus or whatever else hits our earth in the future god has been known through the generations to grab the earth's attention to reset the earth in safety and right relationship with him. So we all just need to run back and get right with God so that we can be sound, so that we can be well, so that we can be free of opinion and put his mind in our mind instead and be people that are true and sound with correct doctrine. Doctrine is teaching, the teaching of God as recorded in the Bible, not as recorded in the traditions and denominations of man, but the truth is written for us the word of god has written the word his covenant and brought it to the earth as an everlasting oath uh, to humanity The definition of the soul, the soul has to be prosperous. In the Greek, is the word psyche. You know, it's amazing. We we can drive by the mental hospitals full of psychiatric patients. We can go by Hollywood and see all of them packing up their bags and going into the counselor's office or into the shrink or into the mental wards and mental hospitals trying to get it together. You'll never get it together with the devil living in you and oppressing you there is no freedom outside of obedience to jesus christ there is no freedom from mental illness outside of the blood of jesus or a relationship with god there is no mental health there is no good psyche as this breaks down in the greek and it means the breath of life you know in the beginning god breathed into man the breath of life and there was man and then he took adam and Took a rib out of him and made Eve. The, um, the word soul, psyche, is the seat of desires. The seat of desires. Where's your desire? Where is the seat of your feelings? Where is the seat of your affection and aversions? Um, The soul is a moral being designed for everlasting life, an essence of the body, not destroyed by death. The soul lives on after it sees the grave. We know the last count that I saw on the news for the coronavirus was 7,000 deaths, and 200,000 cases internationally. And I wondered to myself as I was working yesterday, of the 7,000 gone, how many went to heaven? Of the 7,000 gone, how many went to hell? Everlasting judgment where it's sealed and it's been set, and then they await the white throne of judgment where God washes them away into the lake of eternal fire. And I just wondered how many... How many today are going to be leaving? We know that 107 people die every minute. How many of them go up? And how many of them go down? This is very critical that you make the right decision so that you don't lose your eternity in a lake of eternal fire. God intended for the soul of man, the seat of passions, the seat of desires, the everlasting being within their bodies, their shells, would be infused only by him. Genesis 2-7 tells us, And the Lord God formed man, Adam, of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became... A living soul, a living soul psyche, a being that, is eternal in existence in the creation of Almighty God, in the creation of Jesus Christ, in the creation of the Holy Ghost. We are eternal. We live in a body, a case that is buried or cremated while our soul goes in and flies into eternity where we're invited in to God's heaven if we were good and faithful in Christ or we are exited Out from his presence because we are, we were workers of iniquity and we rebelled against God with the king of iniquity, Satan and all the evil spirits on the earth. And it never stops as the generations have come in, as the generations have gone out, 107 per minute leave the planet. So it's not about all about the pandemic coronavirus. Every minute of every day of every year throughout every generation, 107 people are flying into there forever. I've been into heaven. It's beautiful. It's stunning. It's marvelous. And I've been into hell. It's terrifying and full of terrors. In Romans chapter 11, verse 22, it says, knowing the goodness, heaven, and the severity, hell, of God, we persuade men. So I'm, I am here today to tell you of these locations. If you haven't purchased my book, Real God, you can find that at www.realaron.com. Dot org today. Buy that book and read it. It is about my uh, adventure with God as he took me on a tour of heaven and a tour of hell. I was also, um, I, I received a medical miracle from God as well. God allowed the devil to tempt Adam and Eve as we know in the garden after he made them. He breathed a breath of life into them and he uh, formed mankind. And he allowed temptation to come. They were in the garden, and they were set up. They were created, and God gave them boundaries and rules. And he told them, of this one tree, you will not eat or you will die. Die, death, is separation from God. Death is sin. Death is iniquity. Death is separation from life. Because God is life. And whoever is separated from God dwells in death, dwells in darkness, and will be in darkness for all eternity. You need to come back and and, and be reconciled to life through Jesus today. So God allowed the devil to tempt Adam and Eve. And we know that we've all been tempted by the devil because God wanted people that chose him on the earth. He didn't want robots forced into his will. He laid out the options clearly before the first couple, Adam and Eve. And they were commanded to submit to God and to resist the devil. As James 4, 7 tells us, submit yourselves to God Resist the devil and he will leave. But we can see that Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 3, they did not submit to God. They did not obey God when the devil came knocking on their door and said, Did God really say this would happen? And they were deceived. Eve was deceived and Eve gave the sin to her husband, Adam, and he partook of the sin. He should have resisted it and said, no, Eve, we're not to do this. And then we would be reading a different story, wouldn't we? But they both gave in to the devil. They embraced the devil and they resisted. The obedience of God we know that the devil um, is the fallen angel that rebelled against God he said I'm not going to do things your way I'm going to set myself above you in rule and I'm going to try to take your throne and your kingdom we know that did not work out for the devil he was thrown out of heaven uh, to the earth by God and Jesus tells us about it in the book of Luke chapter 10 beginning of verse 18. And Jesus said, and he said unto them, I beheld Satan. Jesus is talking to the crowd. I beheld Satan because Christ was in the beginning with God and created all of creation with God. And he was telling them how he witnessed Satan being taken and thrown by God out of heaven. I beheld Satan, Jesus is telling us, as lightning falling from heaven. So God took him. And threw him out of heaven for his iniquity. God has God is separated from sin. God is holy. God is holy in the Old Testament only the blood of of the animals would wash away this, the the sins of the people and in the new testament god's son came from heaven to die on a cross for his blood to wash away our sins and that's the only way to be reconciled with god is to have your sins washed away by the blood of the lamb of god jesus christ you don't want to keep your your sins upon you the devil has been irreversibly judged by god as he was thrown out of heaven and judged, and he was thrown out by lightning he's irreversibly judged by god and he awaits his finality in the eternal lake of fire as recorded for the human race in revelation chapter 20 verse 10 and the devil that deceived them the devil that tricked them was cast into the lake of fire in brimstone this is the devil's finality his end we know that the devil right now roams to and fro in the earth seeking whom he may devour destroy steal from kill from ruin and bring into hell as he is going that's the the that's the devil's day plan to steal to kill and to destroy his daily day planner through all generations but his end is the lake of fire in brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, the 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 unholy trinity, the the devil, the false prophet that speaks lies to the nations for your destruction. Not the truth is found in the word of God, but he takes the word of God and he twists it and he trashes it or blinds humanity from it for your destruction, and the false prophet. All three of them are going into the eternal lake of fire, as is recorded for us in the book of Revelation, chapter 20, verse 10. We know that the devil dwells in the high places of the earth, as is recorded in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6. And the Lord is telling us to be strong in in his power and in his might, that for the wrestling match of our minds and our activities are not against flesh and blood, our neighbors or our family, but there's spiritual entities inside of people and behind people leading the pack that is a very uh, wrestling match. What what will you do? What, will you go with God or will you go with the devil and the world and your rights and the lust of the flesh, the eyes and the pride? of life and into eternal fire where will you go we know that the devil in the high places is invisible to the human eye for christ made both the visible realm and the invisible realm as is recorded for us in the book of colossians chapter one so the bible tells us what we see is temporary but what we don't see the host of heaven the angels and the devil and the demon's It is eternal. It is eternal. Heaven is eternal. Hell is eternal. The kingdoms are eternal. And so we need to have eyes that look at eternal every morning when we wake up with our coffee and we grab our Bible. We need to have eyes that can see and sense the eternal realm all around us as we are going through life into the celestial city with heaven on a daily basis being established on the earth and going about our king's assignment, but keeping our eyes on the eternal things of existence. We know the devil roams in the earth. In uh, the book of Job, it talks about how the devil in chapter 1, beginning in verse 6, he said, Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. And the Lord said unto Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. Okay, and so we know we know by Scripture, First Peter five eight. Uh, Peter Peter warns us: be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, your enemy, the human race's enemy, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour, destroy, ruin, bring down, and hopefully uh, get your soul in eternal fire. When I went into hell. One of the places I went to was before a big cave, and Christ was standing there and there was the devil standing in front of this big cavern. And I saw people hang on the sides of the wall and crosses an eternal an eternal hell, which will be turned one day into the lake of eternal fire. And he said, The devil gets my people and takes them in there. So God, God was warning me that I needed to leave iniquity, because if I died in the, in the sins I was committing on a daily basis, even though I was a Christian, I wasn't coming into heaven. I had to work out my salvation and perfect holiness in the fear of the Lord. Because Jesus says, they say to me, as is recorded in Matthew chapter seven, Oh Lord, Lord, we did this and we did that. We did, we went to church. We sang in the choir. I was a preacher. I was an evangelist. I was a teacher. I fed the homeless. I went to prisons. The list is on and on and on. And the Lord said, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, into eternal fire. So we know that we need to depart sin and obey Jesus. Okay, and this was my warning as a Christian, born again Christian, spirit filled Christian, when I went into hell in two thousand. Very serious stuff. So we know that there are devils also in hell. I saw, I've seen devils in hell uh, running around and <laughs> very. Many different dimensions and forms. Second Peter two, four tells us this. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, they rebelled against God with Lucifer, a third of them, but cast them down to hell. Hell is below the earth. Cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment you know that goes right along with the book of jude uh where where uh, jude talks about the demons that are chained in darkness unto the lake of fire right because they rebelled against god there's different places where the demons are okay not everybody's chained Underneath the earth in a place called hell, but I've I've seen the ones chained as well. They are absolutely hopeless. Uh, it, it's just tragic, you know. But God was warning me and don't don't betray the Son of God. Woe to the one that betrays the Son of God. Because many Christians start off their journey, but then there, something happens where they they look at God and they're offended, and they walk away from God and they never come back to God. Those people will die in their sins and they will enter into eternal fire. So don't, don't stay apart from God. Have, confess your sins and have them washed away so you can come back to life and leave death because separation from God is death and you want to come back because God is life. And if you're separated, you're living in death and death goes into eternal fire be reconciled to god by his blood and and experience life this is where god created you to be with him forever so come back today you know god has commanded mankind not to fellowship with devils but we know that mankind does on a daily basis you know, it's a, it's a daily thing where, where we see people in bars and people in strip clubs and people in abortion clinics and people in vaping and casinos, and the list is endless sex shops and drug trafficking and sex trafficking and pedophile and pornography and all this stuff. I can't even believe that the United States of America actually allows this iniquity to be normal everyday life. It's very, very sad. So may we all come to the intelligence of obedience to Jesus. Good night. Riel International Ministries, Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Riel today at www.rielaron.org.